Welcome to Side Eye with Mad Eye. I'm your host, Maddie Allen. Hello, hello, you guys. Happy October. I know it's been October for a little bit, but this is the first October spooky themed episode. So I'm pretty excited. Before I get into today's topic, let's talk about this week. Let's talk about what I've been up to. Don't know if anybody really cares, but um, my latest obsessions, I just felt like this was really important to talk about because if you haven't heard about this, um, I don't know what you're doing. You should probably try it out. But um, have you guys heard of or played the game Among Us? It's like this new game. It's like an app on your phone. And basically, it's like a murder. What's that called? Like murder in the di- murder. Whoa, murderer in the dark kind of thing where you're like someone is the murderer and you have to guess who it is. But you're all like in this app. You're just these little tiny people and you can have up to 10 players and you can play with people around you on the app or you can play with random people. And basically, you're just like all trying to do these tasks in a spaceship and figure out who the murderer is. Um, it's kind of, It sounds kind of lame when I explain it, but you just need to try it or watch videos online of what it is. But that is... Um, my husband and I's latest obsession. <laughs> We've been playing it more than I'd like to admit. We've played it like, I swear, like almost every night for the past couple of weeks with like friends and family. And it's just a blast. I personally am not good at being the murderer and lying. And so I like playing with random people because it's easier for me to message them and lie than lie to people's faces. Like when I'm in the room with people and I'm trying to say I'm not the murderer, like I cannot, I cannot keep a straight face. Like I will smile or I will give it away. There's just no way I can win. But this is like a little easier for people that struggle with that, like me. So if you haven't given it a try, basically uh, you can DM me and I'll play with you. <laughs> you just have to send a code but it's a boss. Um, I just thought that was like a funny thing, a funny little obsession lately. And it's kind of Halloween theme, murder, you know, what you going to do? What else? This week, been getting ready for Halloween. I finally got my Halloween costume. I've actually been wanting to dress up as this person. And I won't, I won't tell you yet. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep it a surprise until Halloween. But I've been wanting to dress up as this person for two years. But I just have never been able to find a costume that fit me right. And I also didn't really want to spend money on a costume. But this year, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make a plan. And I'm excited. It's someone It's from one of my favorite movies. So if you guess it, I will send you. What will I send you? Mm, I'll send you my favorite TikTok. <laughs> That's all I could do. But we did, um, Spencer and I, my husband. Um, he, heck, I haven't even like, I don't know. Most of you know me that are listening right now. But if you don't know me, my husband's name is Spencer. Anyways, Spencer and I went to a Halloween party this week. And our costumes were, I was Mrs. Trunchbull from um, Matilda. 
and he was the little boy who stuffs his face with chocolate cake. That was a fun costume. And honestly, an easy one if you're looking for like an easy Halloween costume. So I was feeling pretty proud of myself for coming up with that pretty last minute because I didn't quite have my other costume ready to go yet. So that was a really fun one. Basically, you just wear like sweatpants and a belt and get like a nice unibrow on and you're good to go. (laughs) I'll have to post a picture of it so you guys can see. So that was pretty fun. That's about it. Nothing else too crazy, too exciting from this week. But I want to know what you guys are doing for Halloween and what you're dressing up as. So send it to me on Instagram, okay? All right. I guess we can finally get into this topic. I'm excited, but I'm also like kind of spooked. (laughs) I've listened to a couple of other like podcast episodes about these things like spooky stories, ghost stories. And most years I'm pretty good. I'll be like spooked for a few days and then I'll get over it. But this year I've just been a little extra spooked. And I asked you all on my Instagram stories, like if you don't already follow me on Instagram, it's side eye with Mad Eye. And that's where I ask you to submit your stories every week. And so I asked for like ghost stories, paranormal acti- uh, paranormal activity, scariest things that's ever happened to you, really any of that. And was excited to do this episode. Within that week that I asked about that, something very scary happened to me that I <laughs> I'm still recovering. I'm not okay. (laughs) So I had already been like thinking about ghosts a lot. And like, I was just a little like creeped out and had been like hearing a lot of stories. So my head was like not in the best place, but I was asleep. This was last week and I was asleep with earplugs in. And so I like woke up and I didn't, I don't think I checked my alarm, but I knew it was like 1 a.m. And I was like, I hear something and that's weird. And, but I had earplugs in. And so it was like kind of muted and weird and kind of sounded like people were talking outside my window. So I was like, okay, that's annoying. Like go to bed. (laughs) But it just like kept going and kept going. And then it kind of sounded like, clapping and I was like okay why is someone like cheering like and that's when I thought it sounds like a tv is on and like my neighbors must be watching tv like why are they watching tv at like 1 a.m like what is going on so I was still super confused and I laid there for a couple minutes and I started to get really freaked out because it was just kind of creepy to hear that with my earplugs in and then I took out my earplugs and the TV noise was in my apartment, in my living room. And I got really scared because Spencer was not out in the living room. He was in bed. So he was not watching TV. It just sounded like the TV was just blasting in my living room. And it was so freaky. I actually froze and I couldn't move. And I woke Spencer up and I was like, 
I'm so confused what's happening. Like, please tell me what's happening. Go fix it. And so then he immediately got up and he was like so tired and he just like went and like turned it off and he comes back in the room and he's like, it's just my computer was on and it was just playing stuff. And I was like, what? Why? But he was like really tired and just immediately went back to bed. Meanwhile, I, in my head, here having he- heard so many spooky stories lately, I was like convinced that it was a ghost or something else in our apartment that was trying to let us know it was there. I like, you know how like in movies and stuff, ghosts talk through electricity or like um, they like turn on the TV or the stove. Like this is like a very common thing. And so in my mind, I was 100% like there's a ghost in our apartment. Like I was so freaked out. So I couldn't sleep. For another like 30 minutes, like the TV was off. Spencer was totally fast asleep and I could not sleep. And I was like, okay. Um, And this is, you guys might make fun of me for this part, but I'll just be totally honest. I had to go to the bathroom so bad. And I was so afraid that I could not get up to go to the bathroom. I haven't been that afraid to get up and go to the bathroom alone in the middle of the night since I was like seven years old. Like, I just physically could not like I'm 25 and I could not do it Ugh! and so I finally I felt so bad but I had to wake Spencer up again I was like Spencer I'm really freaked out I was like I'm just and I actually I was like so afraid I was like in tears and I was like Spencer what what happened? Like, I'm so confused. And I, and I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. Can you walk me to the bathroom? You guys would only understand if this happened to you. But like, he just like tried to calm me down. I was like, Hey, like, it was just my computer. My computer was just, it just started playing random videos. And like, he's like, it's happened before. It's just never happened in the middle of the night. Like it happened. And you know, my computer was closed and it started playing it. And I was like, okay. But I still was like, pretty afraid. So I did not get good sleep that night. It was a very scary experience for me. And I told my coworkers about it the next day and was like, uh, like totally trying not to be that person that was like, a ghost is in my apartment, but I was still really freaked out. And now about a week later, I am able to go to the bathroom by myself in the middle of the night. (laughs) So you should all be proud of me. But is that not so creepy? Like, if that happened to you, if you woke up and there was, like, a TV blasting in the middle of the night, I think you would be pretty spooked, too. So, that that is the scariest thing that has happened to me recently. I have a few stories, but I think I'm going to go ahead and start with some listener stories this week. So, just like a heads up, um, light trigger warning. There's nothing too crazy in these. Um honestly like a lot of them are just kind of like fun and funny there are a couple that I wouldn't suggest listening to with kids just because they're like a little creepy but um the rest are pretty normal and like there's like quite a few that I think are pretty funny in here so um I don't think that this is like too extreme like if you're someone that can't watch horror movies or something like I think that this is totally fine honestly if I am telling the stories like I can guarantee it's okay (laughs) because I'm pretty lame with 
like horror movies and true crime stuff, I get pretty freaked out pretty easily. So, but just in case you are freaked out by ghosts or there's mention of shadow people, um, you can just skip this episode and I'm not offended. So, okay, let's get started with the first listener story. I feel like I should have some like creepy background music or something. Okay. The first spooky story that I can remember was that I was home alone when I was five and was watching Phantom of the Opera because I messed up like that. (laughs) Love it. Anyways, I was sitting in our trailer and all of a sudden the toilet flushed and my five-year-old brain freaked out and hid under her blanket. To this day, I still don't know what flushed the toilet. (laughs) I love stuff like this. I feel like this is a good thing to start with. Real simple. Because I think All of us have something like that in our life where we literally, like, can't explain it. We're like, I don't know what happened. But, like, a lot of us will just explain it away and be like, oh, like, it was nothing. Also, I forgot to say this before I get caught started. But I did ask on my Instagram stories, too. um, I took a poll who believes in ghosts or anything supernatural and who doesn't and actually the majority said that they did believe in ghosts which I thought was super interesting I was actually not expecting that at all and so like quite a few people said they did I thought that was super interested interesting and I should probably give my take on that before telling the rest of these too I have always (laughs) The only way I can explain it is I've always said I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm afraid of them. Therefore, I guess I kind of do. (laughs) So I don't really know. I Stories like kind of make me believe sometimes and I get really freaked out. But then I don't really know. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) Okay, next story. Not sure if this is quite spooky enough, but either way, I thought it was spooky. While on my mission, we were door knocking. You know, like you do. This one particular house we were knocking at had like a party going on in the backyard. We knocked really loud to make sure they heard us. Why we didn't just poke our heads in through the fence, I don't know. While waiting, we started to hear a loud thump, drag, thump, drag. You know, like one of those sad but yet creepy limps you see a lot in movies. Or even that creepy creature at the haunted house. You know the one. Yeah, I actually do, and I hate that. Well, this door had a mail slot that was broken. Oh, this door had a mail slot that was broken, so we could see in the house, but I couldn't see anything. When suddenly a hand comes out of the mail slot and grabs it, slamming their hand so hard the door shook. I honestly couldn't tell you what happened from there because I'm pretty sure I had just peed my pants and aged 10 years. I understand. Like, I am picturing an old woman just trying to freak people out and just reaching her like wrinkly hand out the out the little mail slot and just grabbing the door and like shaking it. Like I don't understand this. <laughs> but I think it's funny and that would freak me out so much. Like that's like something that is in a haunted house. So sorry you had to go through that. Okay. Next one. One afternoon in high school, my mom dropped me off at a home after school. Oh, my mom dropped me off at our home after school, then left to go grocery shopping. I went in the garage and noticed that the gas fireplace right inside was turned on, which was weird because it was a pretty hot day. 
Mm-mm. Nope. That's the electricity thing again. The ghosts are coming for you. I called my mom without going any further inside and asked her if she had turned the fire on and she said she hadn't. While on the phone, I heard someone moving upstairs and hightailed it back out to the garage. That is every child's worst fear and adult. Like, you cannot deny that. You do not want to hear someone else in your house. Okay. My mom came back a few minutes later, went to the front door, and yelled inside to see if anyone was there. Right then, a man in all black ran out the garage door, hopped on a bike, and ran away. Turns out, he had been in the house all along and had broken in through my bedroom window. No. We also found that he had... Oh, we also found that he had found a big old axe and must have been carrying it around because we found it on one of the beds. He took all of our house keys, among other things, so we changed the locks on all of our doors. A few days later, late at night, my mom and I were sitting on the couch and heard a key go into the lock on the front door. He tried to unlock for a few moments with no success and then eventually left. They never found the guy. Needless to say, I was super afraid of being home alone for a long time after that. And I still get a little nervous when I come home to an empty house. That is traumatizing. I'm sorry. Not only did you have like an murderer in your house, but he tried to come back and get back in with the keys that he had made. I'm sorry. That is so freaky. And I actually don't understand how didn't how didn't he get caught? Like that just makes me like sick. But like if you if your worst fear as a kid wasn't that, you're lying. That is it right there. Like I and I can't believe that this happened to you. Like no, 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 no. Okay. Don't know if I can move on from that. Okay, this is a scary ghosty story of my mom's. You guys can always send me other people's stories, like your moms, your friends, somebody you know. Just any story is great. Okay. Um, When my mom was in college, she studied abroad in England and stayed at the BYU housing in London at 27 Palace Court. Ooh, spooky for all you guys who know that where that is. There were two buildings right next to each other that the students stayed in. And early one Sunday morning, she was going to go out the front door to the other building, alone, to get breakfast. She opened the front door, and standing right there on the porch was a young woman, probably in her mid-twenties, with long, stringy hair and a white nightgown on. Why is it always the nightgowns? The woman stepped forward, screamed, and banged on the screen door right in front of my mom. My mom slammed the door shut, and everyone heard the commotion and came running. Probably 30 seconds after she had closed the door, they opened the door again and the woman was gone. They all went out into the street, which was pretty flat, so they could easily see up and down it. And there was no trace of her, even though it hadn't even been a minute since my mom had seen her. Sketchy stuff. I agree. And why is it so much freakier to me that that happened in England? Like, I'm not sure, but One of the scariest movies I've seen, don't make fun of me, is The Woman in Black. And, like, I imagine that happens in England. I have no idea. But I just imagine that. So why is that so much creepier? Maybe because they have more history, therefore they have more ghosts? Is that true? My gosh. Also, like, um, having your mom tell you that and, like, you trust your mom, like, above all other people. 
that would be pretty, pretty creepy. Okay, next story. Um, so this actually isn't my personal story, but my best friend's. And it's just too crazy not to talk about. I hope I remember everything and give it justice. So my friend and her roommate moved downtown, moved to downtown Salt Lake into the cutest little house. It was just her and her roommate on the main floor. There were supposed to be people in the basement, but it took a while for anyone to move in. So basically, it was just the two of them, two 23-year-old something girls, 23-something, well, don't, didn't read that right, sorry, 23-year-old girls. When they first moved in, if I remember right, their neighbors came and introduced themselves or something like that. Um, oh, their, their neighbor, one neighbor. He was like in his 40s and lived with his mom across the street. They started noticing that he was outside a ton, almost watching for them. Oh, red flag right then. I'm sorry, but like I would call the police immediately. Every time they would walk out of their place, he would run over and want to talk to them. He also wanted to do something with them and constantly asked, which they kindly declined. He did a couple of weird things, and they definitely didn't get a good vibe from this guy, and they could tell that mentally he wasn't all there. There was also the kindest elderly couple that lived next door. A few weeks after moving in, the couple actually moved out. The day they did, they came over to my friend's house to talk to them. They told the girls they should make sure to get curtains because they have seen the creepy neighbor, that man, watching them through their windows. So, of course, the girls were freaked out. And as all girls do, they went into major detective work to find out what the deal with this guy was. After much searching, they find out that he is an ex-criminal. Of course he is. And supposedly got arrested for strangling his mother. I'm sorry. No. Yes, the mom he currently lives with, he tried to strangle her. So needless to say, they got curtains. And luckily, after some time, people moved into their basement. They were a bit eccentric themselves, but the girls fit a bit, felt a bit safer when the basement renters put a dinosaur yard sculpture out front with an F-off sign in the window. <laughs> that cracks me up. My friend ended up, li- ended up living there for a year. Both girls had boyfriends who would stay over often to make sure the girls felt safe with the creepy guy around. They called the police a few times, and luckily the most the guy did to them, besides creeping in the windows, was run up to one of them and drop his pants. Oh, I'm <laughs> what? He ended up being more of an annoyance than anything. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, my gosh. That's like the kind of thing, yes, it's out of a horror movie, but also, yeah, he's also a flasher. He's a strangler and a flasher. Wow. I have nothing else to say to that. That story's horrible. Okay. Another one. I have another story for you. One night on my mission, oh, this is the same girl from the um, other, from the mission earlier, and I actually asked her where she served her mission because I was curious and it's not it's not somewhere spooky it was in like New Zealand I believe like somewhere pretty normal anyways so that that's where these spooky stories happened okay love this story all right one night on my mission as we were driving home we turned onto the long street that led to our house I soon noticed that there was a person walking in the middle of the road 
Now, this wasn't just any ordinary person. Let me first preface this by saying that I have never believed in zombies and never been into the zombie craze. But this person, I kid you not, immediately made me think of a zombie. He was tall, skinny, and walked honestly like there was no life in him. There was nothing about him that screamed normal human and everything that screamed, get away from here now. I got the most eerie feeling and slowed down trying to figure out what to do because to my horror, he was walking in the exact same direction of where we were going home. I would 100% turn around, like would not go home. Okay, as I... As I am starting to panic, another car comes driving in the opposite direction of us straight towards this man. When suddenly, the man launches himself at the car and starts punching it. This car pulled off the road, being chased by this man who was continuing to launch himself on top of the car, hitting and punching it. It was literally a scene out of The Walking Dead and was absolutely terrifying. That is 100% a scene out of a zombie movie. I haven't seen any, honestly. But I, without even thinking, immediately started screaming, floor to the gas pedal, and booked it up the hill to our house while the creepy man was distracted by the other car trying to get away. My canyon and I quickly ran into the house, closed all the curtains, locked all the doors, and sat at the window in the dark, watching to see if this man would continue walking up the hill. I don't think I slept out all that night. Honestly, one of the most terrifying um, terrifying out of this world experiences because what I witnessed was truly unhuman. Like, I do not understand what this man was or who he was. Was he a zombie? Possibly. I've never really heard like a story like this. This is like so weird. And I don't understand how he launched himself at the car. That is, I know I keep saying this, but straight out of a horror movie. Ugh. And this was not even in that crazy of a place. That's so freaky. Okay. Next story. When I was five or six, my grandmother had gotten me two big stuffed bunnies for Easter. One night, soon after, I had woken up in the middle of the night. I rolled over and saw the boy bunny turn his head to look at me. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. That reminds me of like little like furbies. Do you know what those are? I don't know why it reminds me of that because they're kind of freaky. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, it turned its head to look at me. Being a big girl, I told myself it didn't actually move and shut my eyes tight. But curio- curiosity got the better of me. After a couple of seconds, maybe a minute, I opened my eyes to see that the boy bunny was now a foot closer to me. Again, I shut my eyes, but I didn't keep them closed as long. When I opened them again, he was closer still. I jumped out of the bed and ran down the hall to my parents' room and told them what happened. Very sleepingly and lovingly, they joked with me and tickled me until I was giggling and no longer scared. After I had settled down, maybe ten minutes later, they agreed to let me sleep in their bed for the night. Before going back to sleep, though, my dad opened the door to get a glass of water. Standing outside the door was the boy bunny. Needless to say, we got rid of those stuffed bunnies the very next day. Oh, I'm sorry, but like if you were the parent, you could, you would totally don't don't believe you. Like, no. Or you wouldn't say that to, you know, but you'd be like, 
okay you just kind of think it was a little weird but then you just like yeah okay try and get him back to bed and then opening the door to that like this bus is not innocent i'm glad you got rid of it i hope you burned them creepy okay another story at my great-grandmother's house there was a shad- shadow figure that hung out in the hallway by the bedrooms we always called him hallway man Every member of every generations and sometimes even guests would see him. He looked like a shadow, but stood and had substance like a real man. Um, okay, this is my little interruption. I have been trying to figure out and picture what shadow people are because I don't really know if I heard of them other than Princess and the Frog, like th- until this year. I don't quite understand what they are, and I don't think I ever will unless I see one. And th- that it has been actually one of the things that's freaking me out the very most. Like, I've heard quite a few stories about these, and ooh, I just don't, I don't get it. Like, what is that? Anyways, that's just my little spiel about this. Continuing on. While no one ever got hurt, he always had a malicious air to him. No one ever wanted to be alone in the hallway. My first experience happened when I was 11, and we moved into the house after my great-grandmother had to be out in a nursing home due to Alzheimer's. I was in the living room playing with a friend while my parents were out in the backyard going through stuff in the shed. I happened to look over in the direction of the den and saw a hallway man staring at us and then turn and walk away. Both my friend and I got up and ran to my parents outside. During our year and a half there, he was a common occurrence. That's just how it ends. I like a common occurrence. Like you see him like several times. That's so freaky. And I don't know what I would do. I don't, I still don't understand like what they are. I think I'm especially freaked out because I just really haven't heard of shadow people until like this year. So, okay. Next story. Let's see how many we have left. We have like two. Oh, okay. Just like two more. Okay. Okay. The scariest thing that ever happened to me was when I went to an abandoned asylum in Provo at 2 a.m. on a Monday morning. I love, love, love you, girl, but why? (laughs) I would never do that. The rumor in the dorms was that if you got to the center of it, rang the bell and sprinted down the hallway you supposedly could hear the ghosts so naturally i was like yeah i'm gonna try that (laughs) i went with three of my guy friends one gave up immediately and stayed by the door smart guy the other two walked arm in arm with me we were shining our iphone flashlights in all of these spooky rooms with dust and used needles covering the floor okay my note why does a place like this still exist Like, I don't understand how places just get abandoned like this and still have needles on the floor. Like, were they real from the hospital or are we talking like drugs? I don't know. Anyways, we probably didn't get super far into the building, but it felt like we were in there for hours. We walked past what used to be double doors and I shined my light into the next room. There was a huge hole in the wall and a creepy statue standing in it with a skeleton mask and a machete in its hand. Oh my gosh. I pointed it out to my two friends, and we all turned to look all together. All of a sudden, it jumps out at us. 
It was a guy wearing a creepy mask, just chilling in an abandoned where an abandoned asylum, not warehouse, at two in the morning. I cannot get over it. We were all screaming, and the boys dropped me and sprinted. Boys are the worst. I followed right behind them and turned back around to see that the guy had two friends chasing us too. That is just cruel. I actually already told Spencer this story and he said this is his least favorite because it's real people. He's like, it's real people, not ghosts. They're creepier. I'll never forget my friend's face that stayed behind when he saw us, uh, saw us running towards him. We sprinted through the hole in the fence and turned back to look where they were. They had totally disappeared. Like what in the actual hell? This was six years ago, but I still remember it vividly. And you know I have the worst memory. It's torn down now, so you can't go there anymore. End of story. No. I'm sorry, but would you guys ever do that? I am not down for that. That sounds so creepy. And back to this thing about Spencer was just saying this is the freakiest one because he was like, honestly, those guys were like they could have been like actually there to hurt you. Probably not. They're probably just there to scare people like that that come in. But that's so, so creepy. Okay, this is the last story. I wanted to end on kind of a funny, lighthearted one for today. Okay, this one is titled The Worst Haunted House. Love when you guys give me titles. It makes it so much better. All right, this doubles as not only a spooky story, but also one of my most embarrassing moments, possibly of my life. Freshman year of college is the setup. I've always loved planning group gatherings, and it being October, I got a group of friends, maybe 15 to 20 of us, to go to an outdoor haunted house together. I even managed to get my roommate at the time to go, who happened to be terrified of all things scary. The big secret is that I too get scared at haunted houses, but try to mostly scream on the inside since you know they always go for those who are visibly scared. True. So after waiting in for a while and laughing that my room continually got scared by the robe, rowing dressed up actors and me trying to be brave, it was finally our turn to go in. I kid you not here. After seconds of entering the maze portion, I suddenly find a boy who had slipped his hand into mine. Mm, how sly. This completely put me off guard. This guy liking me was totally off my radar. Radar. I honestly don't know if we had ever even hung out alone, let alone let alone gone on a date together at that point. So you can say that this mo- moment th- completely threw me off my game, which is something you want you don't want going into a haunted house. At the same point, a person completely scared my roommate and she literally jumped onto another one of our friends. At also the same moment, I thought I might have seen something out of the corner of my eye and I thought I would be next. So, let me just say I was dying from laughing at my roommate's response, so nervous because of the boy holding my hand, and terrified about what about what was about to come out of the corner at me. What's that a recipe for? Peeing. I straight up peed my pants while holding a boy's hand, mind you. <laughs> so, cue in major embarrassment. Heaven looking out for me that it was dark. <laughs> yes. I made the lame excuse of, oh, I'm hot, and I tied my jacket around my waist. Somehow, no one noticed, and I got through the rest of the haunted house unscathed. 
Why did that have to happen the minute I walked into this place? The best part of this was the thing was the part after, but also the most mortifying in the moment. As we were walking to one of my friend's cars, one girl jokes and was like, man, that was so scary. I could have peed my pants. Me on the inside dying. Then my other friend, who was the driver, responds saying, you better not have because I wouldn't even let you in my car. (laughs) Me dying inside even more. (laughs) But don't worry, all. I made sure to set on my jacket. (laughs) That's the end of the story. I feel so bad that this happened, but it's so funny. I don't think I've ever actually met anyone that's really peed in a haunted house. Like, we always joke about it, but that just (laughs) kills me. And I, like... I love that. I mean, the boy probably would have been so oblivious. He probably would have never noticed. (laughs) But I just love that. Anyways, I wanted to end on that one. I thought it was kind of funny and just more more lighthearted so that you're not totally spooked going about the rest of your day. But I did have like a couple other stories, but I might save them for another time. There's definitely, um, I worked at... I'm like nervous to say where it is, but it it doesn't matter. Everybody probably already knows this, but I worked for a while at um, this is the place Heritage Park in Salt Lake, and people would always tell you that it was haunted. And working there late at night and sometimes having to lock up alone that was not a good thing to have in your mind. So. I never saw anything there, but that was another thing I wrote down. I was like, oh, that's just like, it was just like creepy to me and nothing ever happened. But I was always worried that something would and people would like talk about it a lot. And I was like, oh, gosh, no, like, please. Anyways, I hope maybe I can ask some more people for stories about that. But thank you all so much who submitted stories. It makes these episodes so much fun. Well, obviously, I couldn't do it without your stories. Like, I have a few stories here and there, but, like, you guys are the ones that make this happen. So, if you're not already following along with me on Instagram, follow me at SideEyeWithMadEye. That's linked in the show notes. And that's where I ask you most every week to submit for the topic of the week. So I'll always post on there a couple of times and give you like a deadline for submitting stories. And I have you just DM them to me or email them to sideeyewithmadeye at gmail.com. So if you have any follow-up stories too, please send them. Like I got a few um, the week before last week of period story follow-ups and I reposted a couple and they were just so funny. I always love to hear them. So never hesitate to send more. And I promise if I ever repost it, I'll usually ask you and I'll post it anonymously so that you don't have to be like embarrassed or anything. But like, seriously, I said it already, but thank you guys so much for submitting stories. It just makes this so fun for me. Um, the other thing that you can do that is the most helpful for me is you can rate and review this podcast and of course subscribe, but if you could give it five stars and then you can even just take like 30 seconds to just quickly write a little review and that will help me so, so much, really. 
I can't tell you how much it really helps. <laughs> I know people talk about that all the time, but I'm like, but seriously, it helps so much. And that's really all I have for you guys today. So I'm super excited to see what you guys are all doing for Halloween. I think when I'm releasing this episode, it's going to be the week of Halloween. Not totally sure yet, but I'm excited to see. And of course, if you have topic suggestions, send them my way. I always want to know what you guys want to hear. If you have guest suggestions, anything like that, send them my way. DM me, email me, however you want to get a hold of me. I want to hear what you guys think. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're not too spooked. May you all sleep well tonight and not see any ghosts, zombies, or shadow people. I'll see you next time, side eyes. Side eye. Whoa. Can't even say it. I thought it was being so smooth. I'll see you next time, side eye squad.